What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Dominique Susi. Who is the founder of Pure Instinct? Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm pretty good, Matt. Pretty good. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you on and you know to learn more about what you're working on here. For people that haven't heard of Pure Instinct, uh, what is it? What are you working on? <laughs> it's like a, the coolest concept like uh, ever. It's a actually it's a new sport, like just like a complete new sport, which uh, combines basketball, which I used to play as professional, so basketball, football, soccer, rugby. A little bit of Aussie rule football too, all come back, all co- combined together, but without contact. So it's like really like a non-contact, uh, cool sport. Uh, trying to go, your goal is like to go to from one end zone to another without getting touched and without dropping the ball. And you have to punch the ball, run with it, pass backward, kick the ball forward, all kind of stuff. You can volley the ball, all kind of cool stuff actually. So it's like the the coolest startup you can you can uh, you can imagine. Yeah, well, when I saw um, when I saw that you were you're doing this, like you're all telling me like inventing a sport, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I have that would be a first for the podcast. So I, I do I do have plenty of questions. So I think my first question is, or I guess my second question is, how do you like when you just tell me about kind of the the original story here? Why did you decide you wanted to start a sport, and how do you even like get started once you say yeah. you want to start a sport? Tell me about the early, the early days. Yeah, so. It isn't. It really started like like in a, a startup, like because I was like a professional basketball player, and one of the stuff that I was doing actually on the side of playing basketball is playing squash. You know that game like that look like tennis and stuff like that. And I love squash, and I still play. And one of the reasons I, I was introduced to, to squash was actually to get better at decision making and better of just moving like uh, as a, as an athlete. And it really helped me like on a basketball field. And after my career, I was uh, I was a, a physical therapist uh, in, in college. That's what I studied. And then after my career as a basketball player, I went to coaching a lot and kind of a full time coach basketball. And one of the first thing I saw was like, wow, like there's no actual way to to teach decision making right now in sport. And that's like kind of a you you talk to any player, any coach, everywhere, any sport. It's always about, hey, you have to make better decision. And your coach, let's say you, Matt, you play a random sport. Your coach is going to go come to you and say, Matt, you have to make better decision on that play. Okay, cool, coach, but what it, how can I learn that? And that's how like uh, I, I can come upon to every day coming to the gym with the t- teenagers that I was coaching and say, okay, let's find a, a better way to for decision-making, not about basketball, just about decision-making. And someday 
I was reading a book about soccer, like uh, about futsal, about music, uh, about uh, about uh, tennis, and it all come to, come to like an end. I was like, wow, what if instead of a flying ball coming to a tennis player, it would be like a human being flying to a, like, and trying to touch somebody. And then there would, uh, here I was like trying to like have some basic rules, went to the gym the next day, all the teenagers came to me and was like, hey, what, what are we doing today? Because they always knew like I was like having some funky ideas, stuff like that. I was like, all right, listen up. Today we have this <laughs> pretty amazing stuff. Tried it, was a blast. And as soon as I saw that, that was like eight years ago. So as soon as I saw that, I called 30 of the best athletes from Quebec, basketball, football, soccer, volleyball, and told them, come to this gym, secret location, secret sport, try it out. For real, Matt, I thought it was going to be like not good just because like the sport is so like creative and stuff like that. But as soon as I explained the rule, I was like, all right. I don't want no injuries. I don't want like no people like walking. Everybody got to be running. I want everybody to be touching the ball. And it's all about decision making. And after, after that, try to um, break the code of the sport. Try to do whatever you want, like to make it like not work. But it, it was the complete opposite. Like everybody was having so much fun. And I was like, wow, man, I, I actually created something there. And that was like the first time we, we did the sport without the name. We, we had nothing. And from that moment, uh, we did a 10 iteration of the sport. So every summer, we have most of the athletes from Quebec. There were like college athletes came and like, and every two weeks they come in and, hey, what's the new rule? What's the new rule? And then after that, we kind of iterate the game. And about like two years ago, that's when like the sport were really like, okay, now it's solid. We have all the rules that we want because some of the athletes from here, they were finishing like uh, college and now they were kind of playing pure instinct as full-time player and they were they're now so good that we had to modify some of the some of the rules and some of the earlier earlier rule were not that good because like the at first people didn't have skills to kick the ball in movement or punch the ball in movement and stuff like that but some of them now are so good so we had to cancel some of the rule was like a big fuss when i when i canceled some but now it's okay like and everybody's like fine with it so and I guess like that's how I created. And after that, like I went to some high school and, and middle school and I said, hey, do you want to try this sport? And they were like, wow. And I kind of modified the rules and to, to help the, the teachers and the physical teachers and the coaches like all around like, Canada to, to try this new sport where they can actually have fun or just like train if they want like for decision making. So it's like either a sport or for some people, it's just like a, a really cool like off season training. So how do you think about it, like gr growing it? So you're going to different schools. Is this creating like a, a league or are you are you just allowing people teaching the sport in other places so then they can play within themselves? I guess like what's net now what? I guess not the big vision, not the 10 year vision, but like what are you spending your time on now as, you, as you're working on expanding the yeah, sport? So, so, so the schools, the school thing for me was mostly like, it's my way of being like a boot, like bootleg the, the company. Like, so I don't have money that much. I don't, I'm, I'm not from a wealthy family. I was playing only like a semi-pro professional as a basketball player. So I don't have money. So it was mostly my way of like, every time I, I get to a school, they give me money. Like I do clinics. I do, I, I did a lot of clinics like this year actually with COVID anyway. So, and we did like, and I just like stack up the money. And then after, I got, after that, I go to the States to promote the game or to try to find some co-founder and some, some people like, uh, like that, or 
just do some better video because we need to to be better in, uh, in all that content stuff so the school stuff is mostly for that and also it's like for the long term like future to showcase that at this at one point this is going to be in every school so and this is like we have about like 100 school right now that use it in a in quebec but it's not like a lucrative for me right now so that's not really my, my game plan right now so the, the real game plan is is mostly to go in states we're going to create communities all across the united states uh, it's not going to be looking like a, a normal league so I don't like leagues actually. So it's not going to be looking like the NBA where you have like 30 plays and that's it. It's really going to be like 200 like communities. And if you're the best team from your community, then we're going to invite you for a national championship and stuff like that. So it's, it's kind of a, a mix, let's say of CrossFit where you have like community box and stuff like that. So that's what we're going to create. And also the UFC when you have like big time events where I'm going to be Dana White and, and for the sport. And then I'm going to say, hey, I want this team against this team because that's going to be the, the, the biggest matchup. And we actually are pretty you know, innovative, too, that we are going to launch. actually like learn in COVID how to code. So like uh, actually launch a first version of an app on iOS and Android. So just to I was trying to figure out if there's a better way in community to do um to to skip the win and losses stuff uh, of team sport like I, I i find it kind of boring so i was like can we like, gamify the, the the sport a little bit more so we have now what's pretty cool like a, a personal rating if you go to play in just random games at the park so you have a personal ratings and you also have a team rating that looks a little bit like chess i'm a big big time chess player way before queen gambits and um <laughs> and you have a rating so your rating follow you uh, as a team and if you win against someone who's better rated than you then you win more points than if you win against somebody's lower rated than you and i think that's brilliant and that's what we actually going to do in our in our when we're going to launch after like the vaccine or something like that like we're going to launch in the state and community and we're going to have the app ready for uh, for a rollout i'm kind of wondering because you're you're creating a new sport here you know, it's kind of the, the limit is as far as your imagination goes, which sometimes is, is great, right? But you could literally do anything you want. How do you kind of find the balance between innovating, creating something new and like not doing something so new or so innovative all the time that it's just like, it, it's almost too out there that people can't yeah. play or it's too different. How do you find that balance? <laughs> that's a, that's a great question, man, seriously, because at first, like, I think it's just experience. Like uh, I've been doing this like for eight years, uh, and the I always like felt that the, the community that I have here in Canada and Quebec City is it's really my laboratory. Like that's where I, I do all my stuff. I test the sport, and then after that, I also test how can you do a community. How can you build a community? How sh how should you see like that win and losses stuff? And, and is it too drastic? And at first I thought, yeah, it might be drastic, but now after a while, you see the players, you ask them, do you want to go back to the normal Bush league where you just have your team and that's it? Or you want to have like a more complete experience about sport and all the players are like, yeah, let's, let's go to complete experience. Like I don't, most of the players like they don't care about their teams that much. They want to play, play hard. So, and have fun. So for us, like it's really like, at some point we're like, all right, we're gonna be the next street sport. Like, and when I, when I say street sport, it's like soccer, basketball. Those are the street sport where you just go to the, to the park and you just ball. 
And we want to be like the next one, like to do that. Like, and, and we feel because it's a non-contact sport, because we can play boys and girls together, like no problem. I think like we in a unique position right now to just like take over like that, that street, like a community of sport that it's kind of like right now, it's kind of like shifting away from soccer and basketball because they're so professionalized. Even like my kids are playing like soccer. And, and to be honest, like it's boring. It's boring as hell. Like, like they, they, they playing soccer. Like, I'm like, where's the fun of it? Like they're trying to, I don't know what, what they're doing right now. Like sometimes I was like, wow, like, why don't we just go play at the park instead of just going like to this, like, we like structured stuff. My, my kids are like, some of my kids are like seven year old. Like, why, why do you have to be that structured? Like, I want, I just want to have fun with, with them. So I think the next, the next generation of athletes are more going to be like uh, skateboarders where they have like more freedom and stuff like that. So we want to have that kind of like feeling in sport. And I feel, I feel uh, the people are ready for something new like that. Like uh, every time I go, and for sure, the biggest part of my of my company, the core of it is the sport. The sport's great. So like I, I can feel good about that because everywhere I go in the States and I present the sport, people are like, whoa, this is like the new stuff. So And if you were to look out it, you know, in the future, um, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, what what does this look like then? You know, what what does the adoption look like? What does the format look like? You know, what's the big vision and what direction are you rowing in? So in uh X number of years that you're everybody gonna have is his home community of pure instinct in their in their background. Okay, so and schools, uh, everybody, schools, uh, adult, everyone gonna be participating in one big community in your let's say in your city, uh, where you're gonna have your team ratings from teenagers to adult. Okay, and everybody gonna be in the same group, and you're gonna have monster like tournament at some like point in the year where you're gonna have your national tournament and international tournaments. Uh, it's really like what you, what you see in the UFC, I think that's exactly what, we, what we're trying to emulate in time in kind of a championship style, but it's gonna be much bigger uh, in a way that it's gonna be more people playing because UFC obviously like it's like, I love their model, but like there's not that much fighters. There's more people in the stands than fighters because it's so dangerous and so big and stuff. So we, we're not the same type. We're going to be more about the community playing and a little bit less about like having stadiums and stuff like that. That's not our, our stuff. Like we want people like playing and then have maybe the streaming stuff for championship. I think we're in a good situation right now and just seeing like, I won't lie, like in the COVID, like to see, what what happened with with Nate Robinson got, got got KO, but just like you see right now, like there's a there's a shift where you don't need like people in the stands to have like a great event, and there's a lot of stuff right now that's happening that I feel um, just have you seen the um, uh, the golf event where they have like Steph Curry and uh, Charles Barkley. That was like, whoa. So, and that's like no fans, no stuff, but like great content. And I feel that we're going to be next going to that model where we're going to be so flexible because we don't have a league system that we can actually just pick and choose where what kind of event we want to do like and, and maximize the fact that we're going to have like big time championship where wherever and whenever we want. So I think that's a, and it's going to be global. So that's something like the NBA. I love the NBA, but still it's 30 cities in the States and we're going to be like in the, like the thousand city, like around the world. So that's, 
that's un, unheard of. So that's that's something also that you like. Let's say you're in France, you're gonna be, uh, or in China, you're gonna be able to have your rating, and your rating is gonna be in a global system. So that's that's never heard. You never heard of, of something like that before. And and to make uh, to, to help you make this vision happen, this future happen, um, you're gonna need some help. And luckily, we got everyone listening to the podcast that are here ready to help. So you know, how can the forward thinking founders community assist? Are you hiring? Are you looking for schools or partners? Are you looking for investor has investors? How can we assist? Yeah, right now, right now, like my day to day, like when I'm not talking to you and when I'm not tweeting, it's about uh, it's about like finding investor. And even when I'm tweeting. I'm trying to find investor. That's that's mostly what I do. Like uh, so, I'm trying to just raise the the, the amount I, I need to to get to one million dollar of uh, for convertible notes. So that's that's my goal right now. That's that's all I I do like all my day right now. So that's what I do. But other than that, it's also like trying to figure out like who's going to be my team like who's going to be on my team as soon as i have that money i want to be able to move move fast in diff- different area mostly in the states right now so looking to get like some people all across the country in the states to say hey like i would love to as soon as you can like c- come and i have some uh, uh, kind of uh, an event that i want to uh, i would like to host all right cool let's let's bring you on a team and let's bring you like you're going to be the ceo of that event and let's be enough innovative about the way we want to grow and market this it's not going to be just like one one type of event that we're going to showcase it's going to be all kind of events that we want to showcase in the next year so uh obviously the, the vaccine is going to be huge for us like as soon as i can like uh, be in the states like regularly uh, i'll be there and so but f- for real right now it's just about investors like uh, like we we pr- we're pretty solid about like the business plan and where we want to go in the, fr- in the first year now it's just getting the money to be sure that we can actually be in all those cities, uh, do some events, uh, have the, the 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 second version of the app ready. So, and that that shouldn't be long. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much. And for my last question, if someone wants to get in touch, they want to learn more about this online, and maybe they want to invest, anything like that. How can they find you? What's your website? Are you on social? Do you have an email? How can they get in touch? Yeah, I'm everywhere. So, like, uh, it's mostly at Pure Instinct. You don't, you, we don't put the the e in Pure Instinct. So it's like Pure. Uh, P-U-R Instinct. So if you if you go on that, like pureinstinct.com, that's our website, Pure Instinct at uh, Instagram, you, you got it. Pure Instinct Facebook, you got it. And Pure Instinct uh, Twitter, the, you got it too. So that's that's really like where you can find me like anytime. Twitter mo- on social, that's mostly the, the, the biggest thing I'm doing. I'm, I'm pretty big on Clubhouse right now too. Like I have uh, one, like one week session that I do over there too. It's pretty great. So, but it's mostly about like my vision for sport in general uh, that I feel that sports missing something right now. So I'm, I'm trying to, to bring something else and not about pure anything that much. And uh, just Dominic, the QUE. So Dominic at pureinsing.com. So everything's pure anything. So you, it's pretty tough to, to miss me if you want to, if you want to get in touch with me right now. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Best of luck building this out. Yeah. Thanks, Mavin. It was nice. 
All right, thank you for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders coming at you live from the radio station in Forward Thinking City. What is Forward Thinking City? Forward Thinking City is the number one place for people to break into tech and startups from anywhere in the world. Um, As part of Forward Thinking City, we have AMAs with some of the top founders and investors in the game. In addition, we have educational content on how to fundraise from top investors, how to build products in days, if not you know hours, using no-code tools like Webflow and Adalo. We also have plenty of opportunities for you to meet other residents, for you to exchange ideas, for you to potentially hire residents, for you to potentially, you know, invest in residents or get investment, things like that. This all goes down in Forward Thinking City. If you are interested in joining the city as a resident, go to forwardthinking.city and become a resident for $20 a month. Or if you're just interested to see what's going on in the city, feel free to come to an AMA for free. Just go to forwardthinking.city and RSVP to one of the free events. But if you want full access, to all the networking events, to all the educational resources, and all the events we have to offer. Become a resident for $20 a month, and you will be able to experience all the city has to offer. All right, I'll see you on the other side. See you there.